0: I'm Kim Driscoll and I am Citizen Salem.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Citizen Salem. My name is Chris Padgett and after a short hiatus, we're back. Hope you had a great first weekend of summer. The weather could not have been better. I spent Saturday morning and Saturday marching in the North Shore Pride Parade, which I had never done before. Really fun. Uh, It was fun waving to friends and shouting to people all along the parade route. And then hanging out at the uh, Common for a little while. Throwing the frisbee, kicking the beach ball around, checking out all the vendors, checking out the music. Uh, First time I'd ever hung out at the Pride Festival, and it was awesome. I had a really great time. Before uh, the big Pride weekend, I got to spend some time with probably the most important person in the world of Salem politics, Mayor Kimberly Driscoll. I got to hang out in the mayor's office for a little bit. We chatted both on and off mic. Off mic stuff, strictly between me and the mayor, but the on mic stuff I'm going to share with you right now. Here's Mayor Kim Driscoll. Well, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. It's appreciated. It's
0: great. Good to do it.
1: Um, Everybody gets asked the same three questions. I'll start easy and we'll work our way up to heart. (laughs) Good. Uh, If someone saw you walking down the streets of Salem, how would they know who you are?
0: Oh, would they know who I am probably because somebody else said hi Mary Driscoll <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your reputation precedes you a little bit though hi, people Mayor know you you're out there
0: Yeah it can sometimes take a little while to get from point A to point B yeah. but usually it's because you're getting like good information or insights or somebody sharing some story with you that you're you're glad to know about so it's that's usually how people know I think honestly somebody sees somebody talking to me
1: yeah. So there seems to be no lack of communication in salem between its citizens and its elected officials
0: we try not to yeah i mean i think we're a super engaged community Mm -hmm. so part of that is people want to know there's this thirst to know um it can be you know interesting when we're when we're taking on projects or programs that there's so many people who who want to know about it and have opinions about it some of whom love it some of whom hate it whatever it might be like people are opinionated but you'd much rather have it that way than people are are just sort of not engaged and and you know more or less apathetic about what's happening so sure. um, but there's no there's yeah, we're on social media, people call that we get we get actual letters in the mail still yeah um, and and email obviously has changed the way uh, folks communicate with all the different modes we have. It doesn't mean um that we we're not trying to communicate with people in the same traditional ways we're just trying to meet folks where they are
1: yeah. And you are. You're, I see you out and about a lot. You're very visible in the public, so it's not like people just email a faceless entity and, you know.
0: Definitely not. Is that
1: just because you're an out and about person or do you, is, that, is that a conscious effort on your part?
0: I think some of it's just because there's so much happening, right? So sure. uh, we have a lot going on, and I like to have a good time as much as the next person. So <laughs> if I'm at, you know, a festival or an event or an activity, or we have tons of public meetings, like there is this engagement piece where we we don't usually, you know, do anything or very little without there being some outward or external communication happening, and yeah. I'm I'm at a lot of that, mostly by design. Like I think you're I'm lucky to be in the position I'm in, so. Um, and we're doing stuff, right. We're, yeah. you know, we're, and so it's just, I
1: think and you it's had part kids of too. Job. So that's where I started, first started seeing you was right. like, well, Oh, with your kids, right? Yeah. you young kids. So that yep. got you out too. Yeah.
0: When you're, um, you know, a working parent, right. Yeah. You're, you're doing all the same things that other working parents are doing. So it's, yeah. it's a great, it's a great community in that regard.
1: What did you start? How did you start out in the public sector? Did you go like, how, how did that start for you?
0: For me, I started the way I think a lot of people get involved in their field. I was an intern. I was a yeah. college intern in the planning department here. So I always say to our interns now, see? You never know, you could be here someday. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I was a student at Salem State and um, majoring in political science and was fortunate enough to get a job in the planning department where you know it was low man on the totem pole doing whatever needed to be done, but really loved the fact that you could make such a difference in the lives of the people who live here. Sure. Um, and so that's, that's why I got started and went into planning as a field and then went to law school and became a municipal lawyer. So I've sort of been in, in city halls for a large part of my life.
1: How long have you been mayor?
0: Um, this is my 14th year. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you go almost as, I mean, that's, you kind of predate social media in terms of being mayor, right? I
0: had a Blackberry for a while, right? I I had a Razor phone and, you know, so it wasn't, it it definitely was something um, that, that was my first few years, there was, there was no or very little interaction in that space.
1: So that, so that, back, back to the, being out in the community, that interaction has changed that level of interaction has changed dramatically too, right? Definitely. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's great when you can let people know right away, or so many people, because not everyone's on social media, but there's a large, we do have a large social media um, community here, I would say, in Salem. So you can let folks know when there's a water break or an issue they need right. to know about. They can also let you know when yeah. they're unhappy about something. So there's a, there's a bit of a back and forth to it, but it's it's, it's terrific to be able to communicate so rapidly, you know.
1: And this, It's a blessing, but I guess it might be kind of a curse too. Like, how do you... It's hard to filter filter out the noise just as a private yeah. citizen. Like I can't imagine like you're getting
0: it's your friends on vacation,
1: but you're also getting water main break on Bridge Street. Right. It's know? it's
0: nonstop. I mean, I think some of that is just true. The nature of folks who are in uh, local government in a position like mine that you're you're never really off, even yeah. if you're not here. Um, but I will say, you know, it's it's changed how we do things. Um, having the ability to communicate with people and getting to hear from people right away and. You learn that just because someone's your friend on Facebook, they may not really be your friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I call them internet friends. Yes. We're internet virtual, We're virtual friends yeah. of some sort, right? Yeah, yeah. So,
0: but it's also great, like people... I run into people all the time who know a lot about what's going on and really appreciate the fact that they know, know a lot about me. They know more about me than I know about them because yeah. they might be following what's happening and the latest challenge or the r- latest new thing or whatever we're, we're posting about. For
1: sure. So if you've been mayor for 14 years, you were in Salem State, so how long in total have you lived in Salem?
0: Yeah, so since 1986, that's when I came here. Yeah. So I'm still considered a carpetbagger, of course. but um, yeah. You know, it's a great city. I can't imagine really living anywhere else.
1: Where did you come from?
0: So I was a Navy brat, and uh, we lived all
1: over. uh,
0: And born in Hawaii, lived in a lot of different places. Um, I went to high school in Florida, so I actually came up here from Florida. Okay, okay.
1: So you, when you got into, so you you went to Salem State, and you got into local politics, and you pretty much, you pretty much stayed here ever since, for the most part. Yeah, you know what? I was, I was
0: an intern, so I worked in City Hall in that regard, I worked in other cities, I went to work for the City of Beverly and the City of Chelsea when they came out of receivership, and so I was just living in Salem for a number of years, but not necessarily working here, but always loving Salem and feeling like we had these amazing opportunities, this great history. Um, I was on the City Council for a couple of terms in in South Salem, representing Ward 5, where Councilor Turiel uh, represents now, and um, eventually decided if I really wanted to make a difference here and influence what's happening, that you you, it's you know you can do some of that from the council but seeing what i was seeing i thought i wanted to run for mayor so i got off the council for a couple of years and then and then ran for mayor and and so having
1: wandered all over the place and seen so much of the world what was it about salem that kind of locked in with you Was there a a thing or a couple things that you can yeah really good question
0: yeah i think i would say um i never felt like i had a hometown like my husband Pretty much grew up, knows kids since kindergarten in the yeah. same place, right? And I never had that experience. I'm always intrigued by it. That you've known somebody since kindergarten? <laughs> yeah. Like the same people? Um, and I didn't have that. I definitely wanted that for my kids to yeah. have some place that they called a hometown. Moved around a lot. My mom's from Trinidad. My dad was in the Navy. So, very much blended culture family and you know frequently being the new kid you can size up a place like is, does this feel comfortable am i am, is this going to work for me is this the type of place that i like the people that are here um, and when i came to salem state it had a feeling of first of all like a change of seasons a place that was on the same pace as you were like florida's mm. very laid back great place to grow up but it was sort of at a different pace than I was yeah. um, and came here and it felt like the pace and the surroundings were there, but it's really about the people here. You feel so connected, like you can move to Salem and, you know, find your group or totally. the group of people that, you know, you have something in common with. And so I had work friends and I had college friends and I had like referee friends and like different groups of folks that um, knew each other tangentially, but it they always felt like there was something going on that you had somewhat of an attachment to and then... You, you you can't um, miss the history like it just hits you in the face totally. right your your the buildings the architecture the streets you're walking on so um, I always say like we punch out of our weight class as a city that has you know real city things going on totally, yet we yeah. can be a small town where you know your neighbors and you feel like you fit in so I think it's about feeling like you fit in yeah. and so
1: I want to rewind a little bit to a word that you used uh, carpetbagger even though you've been here since you know 1986. Yep. Uh, I actually got called out oddly enough on the like the Google the main page for Citizen Salem not even Facebook um, that I had been talking to too many new arrivals oh my god where you know half the people had been born and raised here and I said hey look you know here's the <laughs> list of people who have lived here for most of their lives uh, um, what what do you what do you think as a carpetbagger mayor right what do you what is that thing what is that old Salem New Salem Thing that's happening right now, like-
0: yeah. I don't know if it's a um, reflection of like just what's happening nationally or or not. Um, and I challenge it a lot because I I feel like I always say I wasn't fortunate enough to be born here, but I'm smart enough to choose to live here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's good fortune if you were born here, but like to choose this place and really celebrate what it is—the history, the diversity, that feeling of connectedness that you have with the people who live here—I think is really special and. So, my kids were born here. I hope they'll stay here and really appreciate it. but sometimes when you're born here you, you don't always fully appreciate everything that that's right. before you. Um, but I do challenge this idea and it's been used sometimes by colleagues and and other government officials that we want to help our people or you know this reference to um, our people coming first and i don 't really know what that means like am I our people i've been here since 1986 yeah um, or are we gonna be a place that is, you know, neighbors who want other neighbors, right? <laughs> in, in support of um, lots of new people who've moved here who make amazing contributions to our community. Like, you don't have to be born here to love Salem and really wanna, you know, help it uh, be this place that's pretty special. So I, I hate this sort of old versus new. And, and frankly, I think there's more new people than old. Otherwise, I'm not sitting in my seat, right? I, I, don't, right. I don't get elected or um the sorts of initiatives that we're promoting and 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 and, you know promising i think it's not about old versus new it's just about quality of life
1: have you in talking to other mayors locally or nationally is that a is that old versus new thing a specifically salem thing because i think it's easy to blame it on the national you know the the, the national politics now but maybe that's maybe that's a trigger point or something but I feel like it's a very unique to Salem, or maybe the North Shore. You know, people right. who live in Gloucester who have never crossed the bridge. You know, like
0: we're provincial in New England, totally, right? Totally, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it could be some of that. I mean, I think this stuff exists in varying degrees in different communities. Town gown, you know, when you have like big universities and that are parts of communities, that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um Nouveau versus folks who've been here their whole life. So I think it happens in varying degrees. It may just be there's some heightened sort of just civil discourse changes that we're seeing and so sometimes it's not even about old versus new it's just about how we treat each other as fellow human beings and it, it happens to rear its head under you know circumstances that look old versus new I think I you know I think this the civil the civil discourse conversation is changed like yeah. we are not as nice to each other or respectful um, to each other in public settings <laughs> as we used to be yeah. maybe that's social media right you, you you don't really have to what you might type in a keyboard would not be anything that you'd ever say in person but somehow that that wall that barrier kind of makes it easier or okay or just you hit send and you know it's out
1: i lived lived in vermont for a couple of years and and my experience there was similar but on like a statewide level where it was like oh you're new good luck and it was just you know and i met plenty of people who were you know perfect but the funny thing is about i've been here for about a decade And the funny thing for me is the old school Salem people are the ones that I want to talk to and like be friends with, you know? So that's what I I I find so funny about it. I find we're
0: good to newcomers. Like I don't find that like people get along here. So I think it rears its head when there are, you know, we're fighting over something or there's a disagreement or there's just differences of opinions. I don't feel like we're a place that you can't get connected speaking as the carpetbagger, but there are (laughs) these, there are these, you know, these, these areas of when when we see it kind of sure rear its head on issues. I
1: did concerns. see a lady post on Facebook earlier that she had just moved here from JP, and I was like, Nah, go back to JP. But <laughs> you other, did that, I, did I, you? No, no I didn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, JP
0: Somerville, come on, really? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> totally.
1: Uh, so, what what is it that you're doing, or maybe since you're kind of the the big head of a large organization, but what you're doing to make Salem a better place on a personal level, but also on an administrative level. Yeah.
0: You know, I think that we're trying to make sure that Salem has a really professional government. I, I think it's fair to say when I came into office, it felt a little bit like more of a who, you know, old, old boys network to use that term pejoratively. And
1: right back to the old Salem thing. a Yeah. Little bit.
0: Yeah. A little bit, but we see that everywhere. There's lots of places sure. that, yeah. um, you know, sort of have some institutionalized bad practices and, where politics can sometimes drive the agenda. We've really, really tried to professionalize operations here. Like you get hired here based on qualifications, not who you know, people are open process for boarding commission appointments. We have so many highly qualified people who live in Salem who want to give back. Mm-hmm. We want to take advantage of that. So I'd say we're trying to push through some of um, the way cities maybe used to be managed a long time ago and, yeah. and really push forward with sort of a more professional approach. We try to be innovative, we try things, you know, and some things we try fail, and some things we try work out great, but trying to create a culture where we're not a tra- afraid to try new things, we're sure. really embracing that.
1: I think it goes back to the punching up out of our yeah, weight class again, right. like punching up thing. Like there's so many things that are happening with this town of 35,000 that the city that I lived in prior to prior to this, Richmond, Virginia, we would never try half the crap we're doing here. You I mean know? we
0: had sixteen year olds who were sea captains who went halfway around the world right yeah. that grew up here. so the least we can do is try and be great, right and yeah. so Uh, You know, our hope is that we're delivering a government that, a local government, that people feel like is responsive, is, you know, thinking about the needs of today with an eye towards tomorrow, and always looking to continuously improve. Like, we don't solve crimes the way we did 14 years ago. We don't pick up trash the way we did 14 years ago. Like, how can we get better at what we're doing? And whether that's embracing pilots and innovation, some of which are going to fail, some of which aren't, or um, thinking about how we can be more efficient every day and trying to embed that in the culture, and recognizing that we're in this great city, so how do we keep up with this history? Yeah. Um, so that's part of
1: what we're what trying about, to accomplish. What about you when you just walk out the door? What do, you, what, do you look, what do you look for, like just little things that you do?
0: Sometimes it drives me crazy when I'm out the door. Half of the DPW staff know my route. Cause like, <laughs> There's a pothole here. Can you trim that tree? Can you look at this, right? That's amazing. So um, it does, you know, like used to enjoy a snowstorm no longer, right? Yeah. Um, but... Um, you know, I think sometimes we you tend to think of all the things we haven't done and sometimes not realize all the things we have. Mm. So um, there's a little bit of that that goes with, okay, um, what are we seeing and how are we... Like it's, if there's a piece of trash on the ground, I'm going to pick it up, right? This is yeah. like, this is our, our, our place and you take ownership of that. I think most mayors do, they really see these issues and that's why the job is so fulfilling because you, you, you can do a lot to change issues. Um, but when I when I walk out, I love Salem, and I think that it's a place that, um, because of its history, steeped in its history and the historic infrastructure that we have, um, it's also a place that I think is in change right now. We're, we're really trying to think about how we can use public spaces better that we currently have mm-hmm. and think about um, how to get people here um, outside of a car. Like, this year's focus for us is housing and how do we address the fact that there's so much congestion, not everywhere, but certainly in Salem. Hard to get to, but worth it, right? Um, how do we create the space, um, and it'll be controversial at times because we're used to doing things a certain way, that allows us to get out of this car-centric mode in our community mm-hmm. and provide some other alternatives. That's Some of that's you know the bike sharing and you know, the pilot for e-scooters and wanting to, you know, take back some areas that currently are solely used for cars to say, how can we make this more public space for people and right. that might, might help us overall as a community.
1: I used to work at the Apple store in the North Shore Mall and one of the running jokes there was uh, somebody came all the way from Marblehead, <laughs> which was you know six miles away, yeah, um, in their car that. with air-conditioned seats. Right. But uh, a gentleman came up to the register at one point. And I was checking him out, and he looked dead across the table at me. He said, "I wish I could just blow up Salem." <laughs> I looked back at him. And I said, "My wife and children would not appreciate." Yeah, we
0: that. live there.
1: Right? So yeah, so I, I the 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 congestion thing, like I and I I drive for a living, like I appreciate. Yeah anything that can be done. And it's know? like this
0: realization maybe that like we're the, we're the traffic. Like I'm the traffic, me in my car, one person. As uh, yes. I'm looking around with everybody else with what like that's me. I'm the one contributing to this. So what can we do to make it easier so that I don't have to be that person? So yes. we're looking at shuttles. We're looking at community car share initiatives. We, we, we really want to be a place that doesn't have to be so reliant. And our streets weren't built for it, right? So how do we think about this.
1: Um. Yeah, I've been trying to ride my bike more, so. Yay! Doing Yay my part. for you. Doing Yay my part. You. Yay for you. Mayor Driscoll, thank you for your time.
0: So glad to be on. I feel so special and honored, so thank Good. you. I'm glad you're doing this too. It's cool.
1: There it is, my to-the-limits conversation with Mayor Kim Driscoll. The camera that I use to record the video portion of Citizen Salem only allows for 20 minutes of video recording. We went up to like 19 minutes and 49 seconds, so crammed in as much as we possibly could. So thanks again to Mayor Driscoll for taking time out of her very busy schedule. It's actually really easy to get in touch with Mayor Driscoll, Salem.com slash mayors hyphen office is the website to find their contact information there. Alex Asacker wrote and performed the Citizen Salem theme song on her ukulele. Citizen Salem is recorded and produced by me, Chris Padgett. If you or someone you know would like to be featured here, send me an email at citizensalem1626 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Citizen Salem.